Sports Talk for real sports fans. 1700, the champ. Everybody and welcome in. It's the Ken Miller Show as we set sail on a Thursday here. Trent Condon and myself, the first day of November. Ready or not, here it comes. Uh, November, the final month of the regular college football season. Um, and there's a lot to get to here today. Trent and I are very busy. Coming up in the first hour, and by the way, all of our guests appear on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Doc Fuller is my dentist. 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines and 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Had to switch things up a little bit today. We wanted to get Jason Symbol head out to the desert uh, to go inside the numbers with Jason, but he's going to join us tomorrow. So, therefore, you Green Bay Packer fans, Dave Sinekin, the com slides into Thursday's show. It's a really good game, Trent. I mean, the Rodgers versus Brady, I get they're not on the field at the same time, uh, but still, two of the best quarterbacks, maybe the two best quarterbacks in the game right now, certainly two of the best quarterbacks that have ever played the position in the NFL uh, go head-to-head on Sunday night. We'll talk to Dave Sinekin. We'll talk to Stephen M. Sippel in his regular spot at 1140, previewing Nebraska and Ohio State. We'll do a lot of Big Ten West because I don't think the game's going to be worth a damn. We'll see. I think Nebraska's playing a little better, but we'll get Sip's thoughts. Uh, at uh, In the noon hour, Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette, and then Mitch Sherman, ESPN.com. He uh, covers college football for ESPN. And Mitch Sherman, who's based in Omaha, lives in Omaha, he will join us as we go around college football at about 1230 today. Uh, we've got the NFL tonight, Trent, the mm-hmm. uh, Niners and the Raiders. I... I, I I can't recall a time where I was less enthused about an NFL game on a Thursday night than I am tonight. And I love C.J. Beathard, as you know. Yes, yes. Maybe my favorite Hawkeye football player of all time for just based on his toughness and his swag. Um, But I can't get into this game. Can you? Not at all. There is not one component of it. Gruden. You love Gruden. I love Gruden. I love Gruden the analyst. I think he's a joke. Yeah, I don't like. I'm not into this. Uh, what he's doing with the Raiders. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty apparent, right? They're gutting it before they get to Las Vegas. George Kittle, George Kittle, there's, there's an angle. Yep, George Kittle. You're not kidding, fun. He's he's a good one to watch. Uh, but I'd say Greg Maven, but he got cut. Uh, oh, did I didn't see that? Clubbed. Not surprised. No. Who no. exposed him? What game was Aaron that? Rogers. Aaron Monday Rogers. Monday Night Football. Yeah, they picked on him. And time. And time again. Yeah, at Lambeau, right? Yes, Yes, it was. That was a good football game. It was. It was an excellent game. Yep. I remember that. It didn't end well. So was he cut right after that? No, no, just this week. I saw Hmm. that. It might have been the week previous. I saw it this week, though. So So I wonder if he's hanging around out there waiting for another opportunity. Tampa's where he began his career. Uh He's, He's bounced around. Made a career out of him. Well, he's got good size, right? Yes, he's got the yes. NFL corner size. They like that height. So anyways, uh, but yeah, I can't get into that. I'm going to watch UCF and uh, Temple tonight for the most part. But I want to go back to last night. And I, and here we are, smack in the middle of NFL and college football season. The World Series is only four days old. And we're going to start talking I think, if you're okay with this, because I saw Twitter that you were all over the Minnesota Timberwolves ah. and the Derrick Rose story last night. Trent, is as good as the game was, the post-game to me, mm-hmm. you know, I tell you, right, I, I watch commercials now and I tear up. Yeah, And yeah. you will too when you get to be in your... And I think most of the audience, if you're with me and you're into your 50s or 60s, 
you get a lot more emotional over nothing. You lose the testosterone. Is that what it is? Honest to God. Yeah. That's what it is. I didn't know that. Is that what it is? Yes. You're not pulling yes. my leg. No, I, I, I swear Dr. to you. Dr. Condon. Yes, there, there it is. Well, I heard this from our friends at New Leaf Wellness who actually- They would tell you that Explained thing. that, and yes, that's what it is. As you get older, it's just a natural process. You're losing testosterone, and with it, yeah, I'm more emotional. I had no idea. A softer Ken Miller. So if I took a pill, would I get my old self? <laughs> I know it works in some areas. Well, <laughs> you know, you, you might be talking about re- a different. Rewind kind of the tape. All right, all Three, right. two, one. Uh, so Trent. Um, but all kidding aside, that that's really interesting. But anyways, back to the Derrick Rose in the post game. Game was great. He scores fifty. Mm-hmm. End of the game gets the block shot potential. Yes. Game winning or tying? Tying, tying game. Yeah, yeah, it was one twenty-five, one twenty-three. Um, but then the post game, and as emotional as this dude got, he was the MVP of the league in two thousand eleven. Seems like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. He didn't even know if he was going to play. Was this close to walking away from the game? Say what you want about him when he was at Memphis, etc. As we know now, most schools are taking shortcuts, <laughs> sure, right? Sure. We don't want to know. We don't want to peel back the onion. Um, but that was really good. That was good theater last night. Sports happened, Trenton. We're better for it. There's no doubt. And, and we're evolving. We're both learning. We've talked about this uh, here really the last couple of weeks. That mm-hmm. The NBA, and especially for people even younger than me, you know, the people in their 20s, and, and hello to them and thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. We're going to continue with these little nuggets. In June, we know it feels like a foregone conclusion. Right. We talk a lot of NBA playoffs as soon as they start. College is out of the way. Yep. NBA and NHL front burner for both of us. That's April, May, and June Right when we get to that point. But a nugget here and there throughout the course of the season, I think we're going to be doing that more and more because the storylines— Did you mean Monte Morris? They're interesting. We have the local angles, Monte Morris in Denver, who's off to a really a good nugget. start. A nugget, that's where I was going. Nah, I right over your head, yeah. It wasn't uh-huh. funny. Jazz with George Niang. Watched we got him to last see night. last night. Yep. On and on and on. There, there's, just, there's so many both local and national stories that are compelling, that are interesting— that are fun to talk about, and though we're not the biggest NBA fans when there's college games on and when we get to that point here in another week or so, Mm, it is going to be different. But I think there is, even in a market like Des Moines, there is a growing niche of the NBA. We're not going to hit you over the head with it, Mm -hmm. but we'll touch on it. And last night, a great, great moment. You you said the post game, so you can see him welling up. You can see that. But I figured he'd pull it together. Mm -hmm. All right, here here comes the interview. Mm -hmm. Pull it together. Be fine. He didn't. It was raw. Mm-hmm. And uh, who was the woman doing the interview? She must be from Fox Sports North. Yeah. I've never seen her. I've never either. seen her either. No, that I, was the first time I'd didn't, seen her. Didn't Marnie? Marnie yeah. Gellner, right? Marty's normally there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Asked really good questions. She did yes. a nice job. Derek Rose was the halftime interview too. If you were watching at that point, after 24 minutes, they interviewed him going off the court, and then again uh, at the end of the game, it was great theater. Trent it really was. was on a night where. Um, the college game did nothing for me. It wasn't a very close game. No. There was no NHL until 9 o'clock last night, so there was the NBA had my undivided attention. It was an interesting night, different kind of night that we got. You know, we go back to, what was it, a week ago when we had five so different much, sports yeah. going on at the same time. I think it was on a Thursday. Yeah. You know, we had everything. You had the World Series, and you had the NFL, and college football, and on and on and on. And then you get to this, but I really enjoyed it. I, I mm-hmm. really did, and, and watching the game – the emotion afterwards, you mentioned the, the post-game interview, but then him going to the locker room. Mm-hmm. And this leads to a bigger question. If you're Thibodeau now, does this loosen up your reins of your asking price for Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Butler didn't play last night. And doesn't want to play, Trent. He was sore. 
Sure he is. He's sore. Right. So he he wasn't going to play. He'll play against the Warriors Friday night. Oh, has that already come out? He's already said he's going to play. play He'll play against the Warriors. Keep his ass on the bench. Why not? Why not? He doesn't want to be there. Let him ride. He's a cancer. Look, he's a hell of a player. He he is is. a phenomenal basketball player. But maybe Derrick Rose. And here's the thing from the post-game interview that I took from him. Did you hear what he said about how much he's communicating with his teammates? And he went on his way to say, and I have never talked to my teammates like this in the past. This was the best player in the league, for crying out loud, when he was healthy. And never went out of his way to talk to his teammates, to be that leader, right? He led by example. Now he's actually that leadership role, that veteran presence, the 30-year-old. This is a young basketball team with a bunch of young, good players. Mm-hmm. I like the kid, the draft, the kid they got from uh, Georgia Tech. A Kogi. A Kogi is do really too. good. I, I, he, he can play D. He can play D. I think they've they've got a, uh, a real jewel there, and I think they got him at 20. Um but just the fact that he he mentioned that look I I never used to talk to my guys before now I I'm coaching them that's so, great with, so your with point Wiggins, about Tibbs maybe with Wiggins with Carl Anthony Towns you still got Jeff Teague who also didn't play last night he mm-hmm. actually was injured he wasn't sore right <laughs> he was actually injured but that's still a good team that's still a team that can win forty five games and maybe get into the playoffs and and then you keep building and what does Kogi become and, and on and on and on I think they have more of a bench than they have last year. Now, Tibbs, he does struggle. He likes his guys, and he doesn't. You're right. It was a problem that we talked about, mm-hmm. one of those few nuggets that we had last year the mm-hmm. NBA that really did bother me. I mean, playing 82 games. I know. You Go to your bench. Out. Spread but, it. Spread the minutes a little bit. And it looks like he's maybe done that a little bit more. He, he has more confidence, at least, uh-huh. in guys 8 through 11 on that bench to give him even four minutes a half for those you know, 9, 10, 11 guys, something like that. They're a fun team to watch and getting them out. And what do you get in return? You got to be able to get something in return. Yeah. I mean, although teams know that they've got you over a barrel because he doesn't want to be there. Right. You're, you're trading him because you have to trade him. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully there'll be a couple of teams that bid for his services. Hopefully there's not a couple of schools that bid for DJ Durkin's services anytime soon as we segue to that. A story that ended well. Uh, King football took another loss, which was great to see. Uh, that cooler heads prevailed that, um, you know, I got to give the president of the university is, is, and I should have remembered his name. Low, low, yeah. right. Wallace Lowe. Yes. Dr. Wallace Lowe, who, if you watch the press conference on what was yesterday, Wednesday, when? Tuesday's press conference on the Big Ten Network, where the uh, ill-informed, out of touch president of the Board of Regents um came to the stage and said, after all our investigation, we've decided to keep both the athletic director and the head football coach. Well, Wallace Lowe wanted no part of even uttering the name DJ Durkin. He refused to say his name throughout the entire thing and, in fact, resigned from his position effective at the end of the um, of the college year, not sports year, academic year. And... He was he was the one voice that didn't think uh, that thought that there's no way that this coach can survive and he was outvoted. Well, apparently, after the backlash, after the governor of the state of Maryland, after the alums, after the student body, after I guess uh, Trent, a number of the actual players on the team voiced their um, opinions regarding the uh, the decision to keep Durkin, and they were none too happy about it. Lowe, to his credit, said, you know what? He got it. He, he got his, whoever sends out the release, he fired him. Yeah. Without the regents knowing. Mm-hmm. Because the regents the day before had said that they weren't going to keep him. 
So finally, finally, something got through, and they made the right decision, albeit 24 hours late, uh, 24 hours too late. But at the end of the day, they made the right decision. Late, yes, but done deal. That's what we want. We want them to make what is pretty easily the correct decision. We're not sitting here on some moral high ground. We're not on Mount Pius looking down at everybody here. A kid died. Mm-hmm. A kid died on their watch. Mm-hmm. And this, and, and yesterday, I still was struggling until the news came out at 535, 540, whenever it was, wrapping my mind around DJ Durkin, your closest extension as a college coach. It's not even close. It's not your offensive coordinator, your defensive mm-hmm. coordinator, or your it's recruiting coordinator. It's your strength and conditioning program. That is the lifeblood of college athletics. Mm -hmm. That is the guy, more than any, that is the most important to your program because that's the guy you trust in the limited time that you have during the spring and summer and the offseason. You turn them over to him. That is your guy. Yep. He hired that guy. That guy put him through the workouts. And to not hold DJ Durkin accountable for that, it was laughable. Did you hear the story about the strength and conditioning coach dumping a bucket of puke? Yeah. Over one of the one of the players because he wasn't happy the way he was yep. training in, during the off season. These are college kids, yeah, unpaid amateurs. I don't get paid for this. And it's yeah, it's too much. It's too much. They did the right thing. They did, and we'll see what happens with Doctor Low now. Yeah, he very well might be by the Board of Regents going over their head. Well, the trend, he committed mutiny, if you, I mean, yes. if you get right, because this is a guy that, if you watch this press conference, there were so many ship references. Mm. I mean, obviously, he's a nautical guy, and he's in the right part of the country, right? right? Yeah. Uh, to be that type of person, but he committed <laughs> mutiny. Good for you. Yes, absolutely. Now, he's made a ton of money throughout his career oh, in sure, academia. sure, right, yeah. And maybe he's not going to have the what he would have had if he left after the season, as was originally. He'll leave with his reputation, though, Trent, fully intact. Yes, and he can always hold his head high about that. He did the right thing. Absolutely. He did the right thing. And uh, because of it, you know what? Probably a guy that's got a book deal. He's got something else. Mm. Though he might not get the back end of things from the University of Maryland, he's going to be just fine. You know what? Uh, History will uh, show that he was correct in what he did, clearly. Yep. Um, His reputation is is intact, and if, if... you got to think that that means something to him. All right, coming up on the program, Dave Sinek. And again, we're going to do Packers and the Patriots earlier than we normally do, just because uh, we wanted to get inside the numbers today, but had to do that tomorrow. So Dave was uh, gracious enough to move to today. Stephen M. Sipple on Nebraska and Ohio State. Mark Morehouse is going to be here. You know, real quick on this, and um, I know that you follow a ton of Iowa media. We mm-hmm. both read Emirate and Leistakow locally. Uh, we're both all over Scott Dockerman and The Athletic. Mark and Michael Loss out in the Cedar Rapids Gazette. Mark was the only one that following Tuesday's press of veil, and, and if I'm mistaken, I apologize to whoever pointed this out in their piece, but I didn't see this from anywhere else other than Mark. Mark made it clear that Nate Stanley, who, you know, again, according to Coach Ferentz, practiced very well yesterday, no lingering effects from hitting his thumb on a helmet in the Penn State game. But Tuesday apparently... Um, Stanley kind of pulled a Napoleon, right? <laughs> Where he had his right hand tucked into his hoodie, into his pocket there on the front of his sweatshirt, and was keeping, at least that's Mark's take, mm-hmm. keeping his hand, wrist, thumb out of sight from anybody that wanted to take a look at it and report on it. 
you know, with their untrained eye. Is there something to it? I don't know. Mark thought enough of it to bring it up. So obviously we'll bring it up with Mark. Yes, uh, it, it's a story that continues to gain traction. Uh, I heard nationally somebody talking about it today. Uh, Stanford Steve from ESPN, Scott Van Pelt's right-hand guy in his gambling co- podcast. He was talking about it today with Stanley in his hand mm-hmm. in the, uh, in the I don't know, what, what do you call it? Just the pocket, I guess, the pocket of, of, the, of your hoodie. Yeah. And he was asked about it a couple of different times. Each time the response was fine. It's fine. How's the thumb? Yeah. It's fine. Got to keep an eye on it. Yes, you do. It's we, We've seen injuries like this play a role. Mm-hmm. You're talking about a hand. He played his best football, actually, with the thumb taped up. Yeah, he did. At the that, end. That, that, was, that was the best that he had played all game long, of course, until the, the first goal too, play. Too bad the tape didn't affect between the years. Yes, but Peyton Mansell's not ready. Mm-hmm. Peyton Mansell, he had two reads on the play. On the yeah, and he made the, the wrong. Special teams and play. Hawkinson, if you look at that, wide open, wide open, right? Wide and in open. fact, he's he's waving his arms above his head because everybody followed Fant. That was the first look that's mm-hmm. covered. The second look was a simple dump off to Hawkinson, and there wasn't anybody. Real estate. I mean, we talk about the the missed was it fourth and one play where he had Hawkinson open yep. by twenty yards. Yep. Might have been open by twenty five in this. One. There was nobody around, mm-hmm. and a much himself. easier throw. Couldn't have made that. Didn't make the read. Uh-uh. The other Missed thing him. you could do, well, just throw it up. But he made yeah. the wrong decision. Decision number four. He ran with it on fourth and ten. Got tackled. Yeah, line of gave him three free points. Gave him three points. Um, Peyton Mansell is not ready. I know Stanley played poorly, but Hawkeye fans out there hope that Nate Stanley is okay. I know the backup. A lot of times, most always the greatest. The yes, team, yes. Not here. Not here. Peyton Mansell had two simple reads and wasn't able to do it. You think now that he's going to be able. To go in and play at a high level, slow down a little mm. bit on that one. Tyler Trent's going to be at the football game. Did you see his text from yesterday? I did. He's going to ross Stadium to see his Boilermakers take on the Hawks. I didn't realize this. He was at the Iowa game last year. I saw that, part. too. Did you know that in I advance? I didn't. No, no, I hadn't. I had no idea Until either. yesterday, same thing. So hopefully we'll see him there. I'll Follow him on Twitter, story. the Tyler Trent. Again, I mentioned this not too long ago. When I first heard of his story, I went to his Twitter account. He had 3,000 followers. He's got 41,000 now. Wow. Why wouldn't you, right? Yes, yes. Uh, sad, sad story, but boy, oh, boy, this kid has made a, an unbelievable uh, impact um, in the in this last month or so. So he's going to be at the game, and apparently he's going to wave. He's going to do a wave uh, in tribute to the, the wave uh, at the hospital in Iowa City. So we will come back. We will talk to Dave Sinigan. NFL conversation coming up next. We'll preview the Rams and the Packers with Dave. Stephen M. Sippel is here this hour. Uh, all of our guests are on the Dr. Stephen Fuller. Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Trent and I take you until one. We're glad you're with us. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 The Champ. Wake up with the all-new morning show on 1700 The Champ. Taz and the Moose. Every weekday morning from 5 to 8. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. 
We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Wildwood Hills Ranch is a local nonprofit just 25 minutes south of West Des Moines, serving over 1,000 youth at risk and veterans and their families annually. We would like to invite you to our upcoming events this fall. We have a barn dance in the Quad Cities November 3rd and an Iowa Machine Shed Thanksgiving on Thursday, November 22nd. We hope to see you at one of our upcoming events. For more information, go to wildwoodhillsranch.org. A garage door is the largest moving part in your entire house. So it's important to keep it working smoothly, especially as winter approaches. At Advanced Door Systems, we service all garage door brands, even if you do not purchase the door from us. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about us and the garage door and opener services we offer. Advanced Door Systems. The right door, the right way. The pack is back, and the countdown is on to catch the Iowa Wolves for opening weekend at Wells Fargo Arena. Friday, November 2nd, happy hour and magnet schedule giveaway. Saturday, November 3rd, $2 beer and a t-shirt giveaway to the first 1,000 fans. Iowa Wolves, one pack, all in. Visit IAWolves.com for tickets and season promotions. Rush to Macy's 48-hour sale for 50 to 80% savings and limited time specials. Like 50 to 60% off men's dress shirts and ties. Take 30 to 50% off shoes and boots for her. Sheets, comforters, and pillows are 60 to 70% off. Or use your savings pass and take $20 off a $48 purchase till 2 p.m. in store. Excluding specials. Friday and Saturday at Macy's. Savings off sale prices. Exclusions apply. Macy's Star Rewards now offers benefits everyone can enjoy, no matter how they pay. Sign up for free in-store or at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. On Friday, November the 2nd, the Autism Society of Iowa is holding its 30th annual Silent and Live auction to raise money for those affected by autism spectrum disorders in the state of Iowa. The event is held at the Sheraton Hotel on 1850th Street in West Des Moines. This annual event includes many wonderful items up for bid, including tickets to local events, autographed sport items, handmade quilts, and gift baskets. For more information, Google Autism Society of Iowa. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? 
you can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. Hi, welcome back. Trent and I with you. It's the Ken Miller Show until 1 o'clock. Uh, coming up, Stephen M. Sipple, Lincoln Journal star, Huskers and Buckeyes coming up here in about 15 minutes. Right now, Dave Sinekin, he's the headcheese.com. It's the Packers and the Patriots. If you can't be in front of your TV Sunday night, you can hear the game right here on 1700 The Champ. The Packers 3 3 and 1. Huge, huge stakes. On Sunday Night Football, Dave joins us. But Dave, good to talk to you. But you know what? I'll get to that in a second. I know you're an NBA guy as well. You and Trent Tucker do Saturday mornings on KFAN up in the Twin Cities. You do a lot of uh, NBA stuff. You're both obviously Trent in his background and uh, and yourself. Yep. I got to ask you about Derrick Rose last night. What a, what a remarkable moment in the world of sports, quite frankly. Yeah, Ken, it really was because it was such a bummer of a day up here with Jimmy Butler basically saying, I'm not going to play with it. Just the circus that the whole Butler thing has become. And then uh, closer to tip-off, the Wolves announced that both their point guards aren't going to play, Jeff Teague and Tyus Jones. So here comes a Utah team on a day on Halloween where it felt a lot more trick than treat for Wolves fans. And Derek Rose decides to uh, dial it back to 2011. It's it's really funny. I, I tweeted about it last night. I have I share season tickets with a few guys, and I took my son, who's 15, Jackson, to the game Monday night against the Lakers, his first chance to see LeBron. And uh, what was he wearing? He was wearing his white Chicago Bulls number one Derrick Rose mm. jersey over his sweatshirt uh, because that's his guy. And he was chanting MVP when Rose was at the line nice. <laughs> on Monday. And he had a, just a, an average night. So I really uh, was thinking about my son watching Derrick Rose last night because that was, you know what, sports can be – uh, exhilarating, but can also be frustrating. And then for Wolves fans, it's been that of late. Last night was uh, just a quick example of, of why we love sports. It was a real special night. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, well, should we get to the NFL? Let's do so, Dave. And yep. you know where I want to start with you? Because it's it's very apparent. Jair Alexander uh, is a guy that uh, is going to be talked about in the 2018 draft, I think, anyways. Oh, boy, they re- the Packers really found something back in 2018 when they took Alexander. Dave, he's missed some time. Uh, he was on the field against maybe the best team in football. You know, some would say the Saints. Uh, certainly the Rams are, you know, one, two, or three, I think, in every conversation. But my God, Alexander, what a difference he made in that game and what a difference potentially he could make to this Packers team in the future. Uh, for sure. He was out since week four with a groin injury, and then the Packers secondary missed him desperately. And what was really neat about Sunday, you know, with the bye week and a chance to really scheme the Rams. Uh, Mike Pettin made the decision to move Alexander to the outside. He's been seen as nothing but a slot corner because he's only 5'10", 5'11", and uh, you worry about those big receivers. But the Rams have Brandon Cooks on the outside, <clears throat> a shorter guy, but really fast. And um, Alexander was more than up to the challenge. He has just innate cornerback skills to stick with a receiver and, and make the play. And then you add on to that the swagger with which he plays. I remember on draft night, Mel Kuyper, 
uh, showing the highlights, compared him to Deion Sanders. He really thought he could have that kind of impact as a cornerback. Uh, he seems to be a more willing tackler than Sanders ever was. <laughs> right. uh, he had a great tackle on Sunday. So it's, it's exciting, and groin injury is something to watch. He's been limited in practice. They're being really careful with him, but um, it appears they really hit on their number one pick, and it was a position of absolute need for a team that's kind of devoid of any game-changing pass rushers right now. You know, uh, the the trades I know created a lot of headlines, maybe some angst with some Packer fans. Let's start first with HaHa Clinton Dix and the decision to move on from him, a pro bowler a couple of years ago, a first-round draft pick, certainly plenty of talent there. Some numbers like him a lot. Pro Football Focus I know has him highly rated. I know there's some other metrics, though, that think that HaHa Clinton Dix has taken a step backwards. Your thoughts on the trade and, and what kind of player he is currently right now in 2018? Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people outside of Packer trading your best safety for when you're trying to get Aaron Rodgers a Super Bowl. But you can look at pro football focus and look at Xavier Rhodes as, I think, the 28th-ranked cornerback and say, all right, I don't know what metrics these guys yeah. use, but it's not necessarily the eyeball test. And if you watch Clinton Dix game in, game out, and you hear uh, former players that, that watch him that have been asked about his game, former guys that played safety, they say, look, one play, he looks like an all-world safety, but then the next three, he looks disinterested. He misses tackles. He takes bad angles. He doesn't hit, doesn't really love to hit. He's more of a kind of a ball hawk kind of guy. Um, he is not a, a top-ten safety in this league, and he is going to want to be paid like one after the season when he's a free agent. Green Bay had no intention of retaining him. And when he made his comments about a month or so ago that, he figures he'll be playing for another team next year. And, and it's just really not what you want a veteran member of your defense to say publicly. I think that sealed his fate. And uh, to get a fourth-round pick when uh, you were going to let him go, I think, was a, a plus. And I do think Green Bay's got guys, uh, as, as Brian Kudakun said, he's got some guys in that second year that are itching to get some snaps. And uh, there's several of them to choose from. I, I do not think this is a step backward backward for the Packers defense going forward mm. well obviously Montgomery the other one and here's the you know you go back to Sunday Dave and as a sports fan I think I speak for all sports fans that don't play fantasy <laughs> and had Todd Gurley or didn't bet the game and had either side of the game as sports fans we were shortchanged and we were prevented an opportunity of seeing one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever snap his chin strap and Aaron Rodgers uh, give us an opportunity to maybe lead his team to victory. We didn't get that opportunity because of a foolish play. Yeah, it's it's really weird. I've gone back and forth on this. So the reporting by Mike Silver at NFL.com lays out that uh, Montgomery had a hissy fit the last Packers offensive series when he was pulled off the field in favor of Aaron Jones and, and kind of went ballistic on the sidelines. They get him calmed down, and then they tell him, look, don't go to the, you know, take a knee, give Aaron the ball with two minutes left. And, of course, he didn't. He got the ball at the goal line and took off. And you could say maybe that was because he was mad. He wanted to stick it to the team. You know, this is a guy that went to Stanford that's a, a, a really sharp a young man who's really active in the community in Wisconsin, has been a terrific pro. I don't think he would do that. I think he, if you look at the play, he did take that ball about one yard behind the line. I, I do think he might have been worried about whether he could stay in the end zone. So, uh, I'm going to give him a pass, but in light of the fact that he went public with, I don't know if I can trust my teammates because some of them are speaking anonymously to the press. It's just it was a bad look from him down the stretch, and he's frustrated. He doesn't have a real role in this offense. 
Um, you've got the converted from wide receiver a couple years ago, clearly the third best running back. And if you watch Green Bay the last couple weeks, you get Jones for a series, Jones for a series, Williams for a series, and then Montgomery for a series. And more often than not, those Montgomery series went nowhere fast. So, uh, again, he just didn't really have a role. They weren't going to keep him past this year. I do think they would have cut him if they couldn't get something for him, and, and that would have brought up the idea that maybe Bill Belichick grabs him for the week and, and uh, gets his info on, <laughs> on the pack. So I think, uh, I think Gutekunst was thrilled to at least get something and not have to just flat release him, which was inevitable after his comments on Monday. Speaking of that running game, Dave, what would you like to see the rotation look like now with Jones and Williams? Well, I think I speak for every Packer fan on the planet. Look, I like Jamal Williams. He's kind of a three yards and a cloud of dust guy. He'd be a good goal line back. He's got a capable receiver, very good pass block, uh, blocker for Rodgers. But this has to be Aaron Jones' show. It has to be, to me, three series for, uh, for Jones. Then you put Williams in for a change of pace and give Jones a breather. This, this running game looks completely different when number 33 is on the field. I think he has a chance to be a star. He's, he's leading the league in yards per carry. You watch him after contact, he always gets extra yardage. Uh, he's figuring things out as a pass blocker and a blitz picker-upper. So uh, I think Sunday night might become his real coming-out party in prime time against the Patriots defense that is definitely susceptible to the run, especially with respect to a guy like Rodgers. Uh, so I, I do think it's Aaron Jones' show from here on out. Uh, last thing for Dave Sinek in the headcheese.com. You can catch him on KFAM both Saturday and Sunday morning, Sunday mornings during the NFL season. What year is this, 23 to win Packer preview? Uh, that's correct. We've uh, slowly moved back from a 9 o'clock start back in 96 to now 7 a.m., but uh, it's an hour, and if you can't wake up, you can always find it on iHeartRadio and podcast it later. Good stuff. Uh, is this, because I've heard this, Dave, and the, the division's so darn close. Um, there, there's people, national NFL writers, columnists, that are calling this a must-win game for the Packers. I'm not sure I can go that far. Pretty darn important when they consider the division. A lot of football left to be played. How do you see it? Is it must-win? I don't know how you can call a road game in Foxborough a right. must-win game yeah. because you're a, you're a big underdog, and they certainly have a chance. I give them a pretty good chance, but no, as I said, uh, I think we talked about it last week, the tough five-game stretch with four road games. Uh, I felt they had to go no worse than two and three. Uh, they really let one get away last week. That was a golden opportunity. Uh, if they lose this game uh, Sunday night, they come home and play Miami. You obviously have to win that. And I feel they have to win one of the next two, the short week to Seattle on a Thursday night or the following Sunday night, Thanksgiving weekend against the Bikes. Uh, that'll certainly be tricky. Um, but I think Green Bay needs to win two of these next four to come out of this stretch at 5-5-1, five, five, and one. Uh, looking at December with three home games. And the only road games are in New York against the Jets and at Chicago. And, uh, you know, I think 9-6-1, and one, the way this uh, NFC looks, might be good enough to get you in this year. Last thing for you, Dave Senekin, the head cheese, talking Packers with us here. Continued speculation about McCarthy and, and his future in Green Bay. His name was brought up a lot when the Cleveland job opened up earlier this week. What does it take? Where? What's the direction? And, and he mentioned the new GM there, possibly wanting to bring in his, ho- his own guy. What are the chances that McCarthy's back as the head coach in 2019? Well, I'll start with Gutekunst won't be the guy that makes the next hire. It'll be Mark Murphy. The Packers had this weird Vikings-like, uh, from the old days, triangle of authority where Murphy's the kind of the, the main job guy, the, the top dog. Gutekunst handles the, the roster, and 
McCarthy handles the team. So if there is a change made, it's Mark, uh, Mark Murphy's decision to do it. Um, unless there's an implosion and this team finishes 6-9-1, uh, and one, even 7-8-1, and one, I don't think there's a, a, a coaching change made. I just think the McCarthy-Rogers thing uh, is overblown sometimes. Uh, they're both really headstrong guys, and, uh, but they had a great history together. If not for a few weird snafus uh, over the years, they probably would have been to two or three Super Bowls instead of one. Um, yes, there is a scenario where McCarthy's not back if things do not go well down the stretch. But I, I have a strange confidence that I don't usually have when I'm looking at a 3-3, three and three, uh, 500 team that we've seen from Green Bay some of these years in the past 10. I, I do feel good about where this team's at, and I feel like they've cleaned out the locker room this week with a couple of guys that were just not good apples right now and, and not in the right mindset. And I think there's some young guys that are going to step up, beginning with, with uh, Alexander and, and maybe the Iowa kid Josh Jackson gets more of a chance now at cornerback. There's, there's talk of Tremont Williams going back and playing safety a lot this weekend for sure, which he did a bit for Petten when he was with Cleveland. Uh, now Josh Jackson gets on the field and maybe he shows something too. So I'm not ready to throw in the towel and, uh, there's still a good story to be written for this team. But, yeah, it's something that Bears watching right now, I'd say 80% chance McCarthy's back. He's the headcheese.com Saturday morning KFAN's Packer preview at 7 or on iHeart later on every uh, Packers uh, game weekend. Thank you, Dave Sinekin. Great to talk to you. Thanks for doing this. You've got it, guys. Take it easy. Yeah, good to talk to you, Dave Sinekin, headcheese.com. I'm serious about that kid, Alexander. Yeah. He's a difference maker in that secondary. Louisville, right? Louisville, exactly. Yeah. Yep. All right, uh, Stephen M. Sipple joins us next. It's the Huskers and the Buckeyes. You give them a prayer? No. no. Not even a... No. Can they keep no. it? No. We'll be back. Stephen M. Sipple next. Ken Miller Show. Trent Connor, myself to one seventeen hundred. The champ. The ISU Coaches Game Day Show. Nothing but Cyclones. Four hours before select Iowa State football games on 1700. The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Hi, this is Baron Geiger, president of Caring Hands Food Pantry in Altoona, and we have some exciting news. This month, in partnership with DMARC, we launched Caring Hands Eastview at Eastview Community Center, located at 4101 East 42nd Street in Northeast Des Moines. Northeast Des Moines has been identified as a part of our community where food insecurity among families and children is significant. Can you help us make a difference and fight hunger in our city by donating or volunteering? To get involved, just contact David Harper at Eastview Community Center at 515-809-2356. That's 515 515- 809-2356 and as always thank you for your support. I used to post to job boards only to be overwhelmed with resumes. Which made it easy to miss a great candidate. That old process was not, not smart. smart. Then I went to ZipRecruiter. Its technology finds the right people and actively invites them to apply. So I get qualified candidates fast. Smart. See why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. Try it now for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Based on Trustpilot rating of hiring sites with over 1,000 reviews. Did you know that a well-insulated garage door can keep your garage warmer in the winter? At Advanced Door Systems of Ankeny, 
we can help you find the garage door that not only has a high R value, but looks great also. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about garage door options and styles available from Rainer and CHI. Then contact us for a free quote. Advanced Door Systems, the right door, the right way. Napa know-how. Right now, Napa has five quart jugs of Pennzoil or Valvoline full synthetic motor oil for $23.99. That's one heck of a deal for all weather engine protection. So whether you're driving in Phoenix, Arizona, Duluth, Minnesota, or down the street to the grocery store, the right oil for your ride is just $23.99. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 12-31-18. Once upon a time, many years ago, the Ronald McDonald House of Central Iowa began helping families who have a sick or injured child. Today, you can help these families and enjoy a great night out at the 19th Annual Ronald McDonald House Gala on Saturday, November the 3rd. The theme this year is Once Upon a Time, so come dressed up in your fairy tale costume and enjoy great food, drinks, and a silent auction. Reserve your tickets or table at RN rmhdemoines.org that's rmhdemoines.org The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. You're invited to experience great customer service and incredible deals at Billion Buick GMC in Clive. Our reviews say it all. I didn't feel pressured. It was a very smooth process. Our salesman came in on his day off. Now that's going above and beyond. People also appreciate the huge inventory, including the incredible all-new 2019 GMC Sierra. You're invited to Billion Buick GMC in Clive or BillionAuto.com slash GMC. We are professional grade. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags, the largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Common on 1700 The Champ. Gazette coming up at about oh, 10 minutes after the noon hour. Mitch Sherman, ESPN.com, another Nebraska guy. Let's get to our well, no, I, I'm 
I'm good with calling him our favorite Nebraska guy, Stephen M. Sippel Lincoln. Mitch Sherman Jervis. might not like that. Well, he might not. I'll call him. I'll say the same oh, okay, thing to him. Okay, okay. Stephen M. Sippel joins us. Hello, Sip. How are you, pal? Good to be with you guys. How are you? All right. Well, uh, you know where I want to go before we get into the Ohio State game? Um, I want to pick your brain a little bit because Iowa has Purdue this week, and you saw them late September, and, of course, you saw Northwestern just a couple of weeks ago, and maybe we'll save that for next week prior to the Iowa-Northwestern game. But when it comes to Purdue, and Purdue was in Lincoln, um, obviously they got some players over there. They've settled on the quarterback now. Moore is going to be a pain in the you-know-what during his entire career, however long that is, three or four years at Purdue. Uh, but when you think back to that Purdue game, what uh, when somebody says Purdue football in 2018, what comes to mind for you? Uh, well, I mean, first of all, I'll say I, I looked at that game, Iowa-Purdue, because it's on this pick contest we do, and I just struggled. I just I didn't I, – I spent way too much time looking at it. It's a hard game to pick. Um, I mean, it's not just more – that knocks their running back a good player. They're and obviously David Blau's really, really. A, I mean, he's he's a conundrum because he's one of those guys. I mean, his forte is a, is as a passer. He's a good passer. Mm-hmm. Throws a ball well downfield. He, when they ask him, he can throw it downfield. He also is a guy that can get out and go for forty yards on his feet. So or more. I mean, he's I've watched him three times, four times against Nebraska. Um, I've seen him. I've seen him outrun. The secondary. I mean, he's he's a he's a problem. Their defense is probably a little better than you think. Uh, pretty good up front. It's they're they're just better than you think is the best way to put it. Gotcha. They're they're. I'm going to tell you something. That game just looks like a toss up to me. Iowa Purdue. I, I it just looks like a toss up. I picked Iowa because I tend to always gravitate toward a tough. Oh, a team that's tough up front. Um, the better defensive team is Iowa. Iowa will at least try to establish the run. Although, hey, listen, Purdue will run the ball on you. Yeah, and, and they've shown that ability and uh, to go along with finding different spots to get more of the football. And he's a fun player to watch, no doubt. Yeah, he's yeah he's a he's a he's a big. I mean, maybe that puts Purdue over the edge. But come on, I mean, the, the thing is, Purdue doesn't play nearly as good a defense as Iowa does. It's not, I mean, they're not, they're just not that, they're not capable of that. So I picked Iowa and I feel actually pretty good about it. Sip uh, to the Cornhuskers and now a two game winning streak after a near win against Northwestern, should have win against Northwestern. And what's transpired the last two weeks now is everybody back in and saying, you know, we're probably going to win the West next year and <laughs> be in the college football playoff by year three. I mean, has the course of the fan base changed that quickly? Oh, I don't. I don't think so. I think there's. I mean, people are number one. I think they're pretty patient, you know. And it's they want ultimately the most reasonable fans, or or I'd say the the large majority of the people want Scott to build this thing right. Um, and that and that can take time if you're going to do it all right. So, no, I think there's there's a lot of people that are patient. I don't think anybody really has changed their thinking all that much, Trent, because Bethune-Cookman was an FCS team and a lower-level FCS. I mean, they're not a very good FCS team. So I don't think that, that victory changed a lot of minds. The Minnesota win was more about 
kind of relief than mm. everybody doing a 180 about where they think this thing is going. But, I mean, when you look around, when you look around the rest of the Big Ten West in particular, it's manageable. The situation's manageable, and you can't have the discussion without mentioning the fact that Nebraska has the best quarterback in the West right now, in my opinion, and I, and I mean that better than Dorsett. I, I think that, I mean, there's no question that Adrian Martinez's upside yeah, I agree. is higher than anybody's. And I think right now I would take him to win a game over anybody in the West. Yeah, I think he's got a hell of a future, Sip. I'm with you, and I thought so. But going back to the Colorado game where he got dinged up a little bit uh, in that football game, I you could tell they had something there. I mean, uh, he's a big kid. That's what that's the thing. Maybe people don't realize that. Yes, he's a freshman, but this is a big, well put together kid. And we talked about Moore being a pain in the you know what during his career. I think Martinez, same thing. Well, let's get to Ohio State because the numbers tightening up a little bit. Uh, the the money's coming in on Nebraska, and I think it's all a product of. You know, what's going on with Urban Meyer, et cetera, as much as anything? I don't think it's the two-game winning streak that has the betting public maybe enamored with the Cornhuskers. I think their concern is, you know, we're just not sure about this Ohio State game. Um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, maybe about a month ago, I would have thought that Nebraska was going to get crushed in this game. I don't feel that way this week. How do you see it? Well, there's numbers that back you up on that. They're, Kenny, they're not the Ohio State defense that we became accustomed to. They don't. Their secondary is just suspect. I mean, they're just not, they're just, I mean, they're, you know, they played that pressed man coverage in 2014. It was a big reason they were able to win the national title. They've kind of backed away from that now this year because they just don't have the guys. There's, there'll be guys running open. They're, they rank, I mean, the bottom line is they rank 85th nationally in pass defense. That's, that's not really, really Ohio State, right? Right. That's 85th. They rank 68th. In total defense, they you know they lost their best pass rusher in Nick Bosa. They still are pretty good up front, uh, but the linebackers have struggled. I mean they, I mean there's columnists calling out the you know columnists in Columbus calling out the linebackers coach. So and then you know what they're not running the ball in four games. The last four games they've averaged three point one yards per carry in, in the last four games, and it's not because of J.K. Dobbins and Mike Weber. They're just not that good up front. They don't have that that uh, you know they don't have that Woody Hayes aura, that sort of mentality. Which which by the way, Urban Meyer wants. I mean, remember Urban Meyer is a guy who has said and really not joking around that he'll fire guys who start mentioning basketball on grass. <laughs> um, he he, want, he wants to be a physical running team, but they haven't. They will try to against Nebraska. Though. How are they getting stops on the other side? How are you going to have to get a pile of them? And, and you know Ohio State can move the football, even if they're not running it as effectively as they have in the past. Oh, they're going to score, Trent. Ohio State's going to score, but I think so is Nebraska. I think you're looking at a track meet type of game, and it all you know you pick Ohio State because you just figure they're going to have more staying power. Um, Nebraska's still in its very formative stages as a program. But Nebraska is dangerous. I mean, Nebraska is the best way to. Dis- I bet, I bet you, Greg Schiano would tell you if you were talking to him off the record. This is a dangerous Nebraska team. I mean, they. We talked about the quarterback. They have two good running backs going right now that are healthy, and then they they have J.D. Spielman and Stanley Morgan. Those guys are dangerous weapons. 
and now they got a guy that can get it to him, and and he's a runner too. And Adrian Martinez, offensive line has played a little bit better. That's where they're not great, but they have played a little bit better of late. Uh, Sip, last thing for you. We got like a, a one minute left. Uh, it's the first of November, and, and we're holding you to this. Um, who's going to represent the West in Indianapolis? Who do you think it's going to be? I've looked at it a little bit. Um, I'm going with Iowa, uh, but you know they have those big games coming up, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they got to play Purdue and they got to play Northwestern, right? Yep. Yes, they do. Um, those, you know, and I, I like Iowa, but it, it'll be. It'll be a bloodbath against Northwestern. Those teams will go after each other. But they you know, got to get beat by Purdue. Indeed. Sip, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Stephen M. Enjoy Columbus. Thank you, you guys. Take yep, care. Good to talk to you, Stephen M. Sipple, Lincoln Journal stars. We go inside the Big Ten and the Big Ten West, and he's picking the Hawkeyes. And we got tickets. We have, we have Iowa tickets Wolves what? tickets to oh, give I away. I was going to say Iowa Hawkeye tickets. No, no. We've I- got Iowa Wolves tickets. We do have Iowa Wolves tickets, and we're giving Opening away. Opening night? Right now. Opening night coming up. How many? We have uh, 10 pairs to give away. Well, how many are you going to give away now? Two pairs? Let's do it. It's Thursday. We're getting late in the week. 264-1700, the phone number. 515-264-1700. I'm giving away two pairs right now. That's how nice your boy TC is. Well, you're, you're, you're uh, pandering to the audience is what you're doing. Uh, Mark Morehouse, he's coming up. Uh, Cedar Rapids Gazette, he'll join us early in the noon hour. Trent and I till 1-1700, the champ. 1700 The Champ with The Drive. Every weekday afternoon, Wolfgang and Trent Condon have you covered for The Drive Home. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive. We bring out your best, the look that's really you. And Mr. Executive, you won't believe what we can do. We make the difference, the perfect style for you. Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive. You can lease a car, lease a computer, you can even lease a business suit. So why not lease a hair system? Mr. Executive in Windsor Heights is proud to offer you this new opportunity. For just $200, you can enjoy real hair for 90 days. After 90 days, you can keep your new hair system with the $200 fee going towards the purchase price. Call Mr. Executive at 274-4049 or visit them at 6983 University in Windsor Heights. Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. 
Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Experience Dell Cinema Technology on the Dell XPS 13, the laptop for people who never say no to one more episode. Hi there. I'm calling about my dinner reservation at 7. Yeah, I'm not going to make that. With lifelike color, brilliant sound clarity, and uninterrupted streaming, Dell Cinema Technology on the Dell XPS 13 with an 8th Gen Intel Core i7 processor makes whatever you love to watch even better. To learn more, call 800 by Dell. That's 800 by Dell. Is back and the countdown is on to catch the Iowa Wolves for opening weekend at Wells Fargo Arena. Friday, November 2nd, happy hour and magnet schedule giveaway. Saturday, November 3rd, $2 beer and a t shirt giveaway to the first 1,000 fans. Iowa Wolves, one pack, all in. Visit IAWolves.com for tickets and season promotions. At Pie 5 Pizza Company in Ankeny, you have endless possibilities. Come on in and build your own specialized pizza for lunch or dinner any day of the week. Customize your very own pizza from the dough to the fresh unlimited toppings. Choose from personal pizza or from their new 14-inch pizza. They now even have sandwiches, salads, wings, and a variety of desserts. Pie 5 Pizza is the only place in the metro with so many choices and the only place who serves cauliflower crust in the metro and offers a great community atmosphere for all to enjoy. Like I said, there's endless possibilities here to satisfy your hunger and guarantee a great time. Download the Pie 5 app or order online at pie5pizza.com. Stop in today, 1315 Southwest Oral Labor Road in Ankeny. Pie 5 Pizza, craft pizza so fresh, so fast. Pie 5 is this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Pie 5 gift certificates for only $25. There's a limited number and they're sure to go fast, so get yours Friday morning at 9 a.m. at this station's website. <laughs> 